Podcast like a motherfucker. Welcome to Amazon Podcast, episode 25. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's been a few months. I think the last episode we did was Ariscon. It's been summer. Yeah, it's been summer. Danish summer, where everyone's on holiday. and Yeah, hate the Danish weather. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unfortunately we don't stay inside all the, all the time, we just leave the country. <laughs> I've not actually been on holiday yet, I've been here on my own pretty much the whole summer. In every- the raining. Yeah, in the rain. Oh. Hasn't snowed yet. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're back, and today we're going to talk mostly about our upcoming tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, every year there's a big tournament in, in Copenhagen called Giant Fanatic. The big, the biggest in Scandinavia, I think. Yeah. I, I was, I'm uh, the current champion of Giant Fanatic after winning it last year. Is that why you are hosting it? Yeah, because I, I just couldn't uh, I couldn't stand anyone else taking my crown from me, so <laughs> I just had to say, yeah, I'm uh, I'm bowing down this time, and letting someone else win. Oh. Yeah, so we're we're hosting Giant Fanatic this year. It's a big, big tournament, and we're just going to talk a little bit about it today. Talk about the rules pack, and also reveal some of the scenarios that we'll be running. Um, yeah, so first up, let's have some news. Giant Fnatic, what is happening in the hobby right now? The, one of the biggest thing, I think. Yeah, 2.0 is coming. Yeah. It's ETC right now, this weekend, and 2.0 should be coming in the next couple of months. I would guess it's coming before Christmas. Yeah, I've, I also think they need the feedback from ETC. Yeah, exactly. It's the upper meter. Yeah, I mean it's it's a team tour. Excuse me, it's a team tournament. So it's not necessarily what everyone's playing, but it is at the same time. It is the best players in the world, who who are going to be playing at the top level against the other best players in the world, and this will give, I guess, the rules team who are some of them are on the ETC teams, an idea of what's strong, what needs fixing, what needs changing. So 2.0 is coming, and ETC is happening this weekend. Um, I think there'll be a lot of coverage on it over the weekend from all the guys that are down there. Yeah. And in the next few weeks, they do you know what the Thundercup podcast is doing? Podcast down there, or they're playing. They're playing, but I guess they'll do a, a review after. Okay. They did a review of the warm up. I saw. Yeah. But I, I don't know if they. I guess they will. I hope so because we've invited them to Giant Fanatic. I say invited. I, cha- I challenged them to a, a rematch against Amatime. I don't think they dare. I don't think they dare either. I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to I know. And they lost last time. Yeah, well they lost last time, so they <laughs> they're already one down. We also beat them at ETC warm up. Oh yeah. Yeah. We didn't we didn't personally beat them, but we finished higher than them. Yeah, that's like the same as beating them. Exactly. So that's two we're two we're two nil up. Yeah. So even if they come here and beat us, then well if if they come here and beat us, then they're not gonna be even on the no. on the aggregate. They'll just be three down, I guess. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they come. So yeah, guys, uh, if you want to come and take the challenge, more than welcome. I've got a nice comfy sofa for you. Uh, I know Jack Austin's coming again. Um, yeah, should be fun. We'll uh, talk a little bit of hobby and then go right into Giant Fanatic. You've been away, you've been on holiday, so I doubt you've done pretty much anything. You bought some train? Yeah, uh, just before I left, I bought for a birthday present for myself, I bought <laughs> a really nice winter terrain. Yeah. I was like, first, I was like, ah, this is out of my price league. And I asked the guy, where did you bought this terrain from? Uh, it's really nice. And it's like, I built it myself. <laughs> oh, fuck, that's good. This is from uh, Morton, right? At, uh, at Morton, yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's called Terror Tabletop Terrain Train Train Workshop. Yeah, I think it's called. It's really impressive. That he, you should probably check because it's. He he he's living in like this small apartment and 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 he makes this really nice terrain. It's really professional made. That's a, and I got mine cheap, but I think it's it's worth its money. He's. It's called in Danish terrain workshop. In Danish terrain workshop. Yeah, the terrain workshop. The in terrain English. workshop. But if you if you're if you're from another country, um, we'll put a link up on the show notes for you onto his Facebook page where you can contact him. Yeah, don't get confused on the Danish letters, but he's he's really good. Yeah. Getting you. Um, and we have friend who's always always also got some yeah, Jonas, Jonas, Jonas has his and, his and, table and and he could like say I want some of this and some of this yeah he said like a themed vermin table yeah he he could he could it's really nice he could propose changes and all that that's really nice yeah and uh, Morton is also actually um, providing the the first prize in Giant Fanatic and which will be the table one will be fully customized terrain. And the winner of the tournament will win the table, including the mat and all the terrain on it. Impressive. It's a pretty good prize. I'm, I wish I was playing for it. I've had a lot of people actually say yeah. that they, they really want to win. And uh, yeah, it should be really good. Um, in my hobby, I have done loads of stuff. I've almost built my zombie dragon. I've been painting loads of stuff. I started my BSB for my vampires. I've... I've just been I've been doing all sorts actually, just getting 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 it through while everyone's away. Like haven't been able to get games, so I've just been painting and in my in my free time. So yeah, I've been doing loads of stuff. Um, if you want to see my blog, it's there on the user blog section. We also do the hobby blog every month, so you can see what I've been getting up to. So we've got a, a little bit of a new section. I got this idea from uh, another podcast. I actually like to give them a shout out. I've been listening to, uh, I don't know what it's called. It's called like Vale Renegades podcast or something. Where are they from? They're from Cardiff oh. in Wales. It's, it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it's, it's more like when I'm doing something really boring. So, so the same level of house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, they're, they're actually they're a bit more beginners than us, I think. Okay. 
but it seems like they're having fun doing it. They're like really long. They're like four hours podcasts, and they just they talk about absolutely nothing. But it, it has some interesting. It's interesting to see like a beginner's kind of uh, yeah. take on some of those things. Yeah. Um, it feels like when I'm listening to their podcast, I'm like, they get some rules wrong. I'm just like, I would really like to play these guys at a tournament and push their shit in. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they, they seem like really cool like, guys. Like, like playing these guys, like, what does that unit do? What does that unit do? Yeah. What you, rules do you have? Oh, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to win this <laughs> <Yeah>. game. <laughs> This, yeah, I, I can't think of any examples, but it was it, it's. I'm enjoying their podcast. Um, yeah, the Vale Renegades. I think they, I think they're from Cardiff or something like that. They also they're talking a Welsh accent. Right. Yeah. So we have a. I got this idea from their podcast. They did like a rate my list type type of thing. Um, I had a, one of my friends sent me a list uh, a couple of days ago asking for some advice. He he he, wa- he wanted to be rated. <laughs> so like well he didn't want to be rated but nope. he's getting rated <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah it's a Dwarven Holes list I don't actually think it was his list I think it was one of his friends lists okay so, so, so we're reviewing one of your friend's friends yeah. that doesn't want to get rated <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a Dwarven Holes list um, what, Rasmus what was your what was your impression of his, his king build <laughs> that was what I said as well when I replied to it. I was like, <laughs> it's probably not entirely shit, but it's, but it's not good. <laughs> yeah. uh, King on shield bearers, plate armor and shield, so 2 plus armor save, room and shielding, 4 plus war save. Like, I, I guess the, the shield bearers get plus 2, I think. Uh, plus 2, so it's a 1 plus. Yeah, it's 1 plus 4 so plus. So we, we say we know, we, we, they know the rules, we don't know the rules either. <laughs> nah, we're not sure. We know yeah. the most important. Yeah. 1 or 2 plus. 1 or 2 plus, then yeah. 4 plus 4 save. But, but so, so as on all other dwarf kings, he's pretty difficult to kill. He's 1 plus 4 plus. Yeah. That's really strong. Not as strong as Bluffers though, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, but... But the weird thing happens when you look at his weapons. It's like, there's so many easy, good... Cheaper go tos for weapons, yeah. And he chose double my room of destruction, so strength six, d3 wounds, yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> think it's enough strength. No, why don't you just have a great weapon? Yeah. You're striking the, slow anyway. I, 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 I really think that that at both kings need the strength seven, yeah, to fight the so called lovers, yeah, sure. I think and uh, to give them necessarily wounds to monsters, the, the rune of smashing. The rune of smashing, smashing is a uh, when you're toughness five or more, you get strength ten. That could also be the go-to. That's that's the go-to for me. It's just a rune of two rune of might costs eighty points. You can have the rune of smashing and the rune of plus one to hit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it's called yeah. for the same price. So against things that matter, you're striking your strength ten instead of strength six, and you're striking with plus one to hit. <coughs> So you're getting a high strength and hitting better and still getting D3 wounds. That would be my build on this character. Yeah. But Same yeah, there's there's me- there's many different builds that we think are better. So this was uh, uh, this was a load of wank. And and then his his BSB. I think I think this is re- makes more sense to me. Like <clears throat> you have a BSB, he probably not gonna do much because he only have three attacks with weapon school six. Strength it or some something. Four. So so you might as well build something else of him. So he gave them the ether icon. I uh, uh, like that. 
to magic defense. I think it's gonna be a good defense against uh, a, a lot of um, the bounce balls. And yeah, and yeah, he has no uh, runesmith, so no no anvil yeah, so, or anything like that. So he has a shield. So he has parry. And shield wall. And shield wall, the ward save rule. Yeah. And plus one armor save, so she's gonna have a two, two plus. plus armor save, three wounds, toughness five. It's gonna be fairly difficult to kill. And he would have the breath weapon, which I think is really good in the dwarf army. Yeah. A little bit of extra damage output one time. Yeah, taking off that skirmish unit, trying to get around you. Yeah. So they're gonna be sat in the 28 clan warriors with shield and fun command, war banner. That's yeah. fine. And the thing is gonna work second rank. Yeah. No. No, he's only got two. Oh yeah, because the shield bearers are big. Yeah, they yeah. are two. Yeah, so the beast be in the second rank. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. But I guess this unit is really difficult to kill, but they have no damage output. Yeah. And the king with shrimp six is not gonna. Yeah, he he doesn't have enough attacks yeah. either. So yeah. the clan warriors need so, to be so longer. This, so so this unit is to be. Fair has a decent chance against other characters because it's gonna have a lot of static combat resolution. Yeah. But your a good opponent would recognize this and go around. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So ten warriors with musician, that's fine. I, I, think I, I, I would I would give them shield just to yeah. use the shield wall rule. Two times ten clan marksmen. With shields and no musicians? And no musicians. <laughs> it's not bad, but I guess yeah. this, it's okay. They have crossbows, right? Yeah. Just be start with two vengeance seekers, sixteen seekers, position, two attack copter skirmish, two attack copter skirmish, steam bomber, sixteen forge warden musician, cannon cannon. I guess it's okay list. Yeah, it's okay. The the king needs to change a little. I don't I don't see where the damage output is coming from. Yeah. The sixteen seekers is not enough to kill anything. The attack copters is like uh, chaff. Chaff. Expensive you know? chaff. Yeah, I think they're they're, they're good. They're good. Yeah. I would have them as single. Yeah, same. The forge wardens are good. Steam bombers fine as well. Does the same as the attack copters. How would you How would you change the list? I'm not been playing dwarves a lot, so I, w I would have something that could make kills. Yeah. The cannons are a bit unreliable. I think I might take the seekers out and and something else, maybe one attack covers from each unit, and maybe also the steam bomber, and I would add the um, the shield wall special guys. Yeah, the what are they called deep watch. Deep watch. Yeah, that's exactly what I said to my friend as well. I would probably add those. Yeah. If you added hammers, whatever they call them. Hammers. Yeah. Yeah. They could uh, be King, okay. King Kingsguard. Kingsguard. They could be okay as well, yeah. but I think the the shield wall guys are a bit the better. Deep watch are a bit better. Cannons is is, is 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 good because they're gonna. I would maybe take maybe an once in a while they they they're gonna kill something that yeah. is really important, like the character that's just gonna sh get shot off the yeah. second turn or something. Force wardens, they shoot really good. Um, I don't see how this plans to win. Yeah, it's more like a draw list, isn't it? Seems like an extreme draw list with the shitty build on the king. Yeah. In my opinion, I'm swapping out that 
10 warrior unit for musicians and the marksmen and upgrading the clan warriors to longbeards or whatever they're called now the the strength 4 ones to increase the output of the warrior unit and that's that's going to just make them even better and actually be able to kill things in combat um, as Rasmus said, take out the Vengeance Seekers, reduce the attack copters to single models. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't take out the Vengeance Seekers, I would okay, take out the, the seekers. seekers. Okay. I don't think Vengeance Seekers is that bad. They're not the best, but I don't think they're that bad. I think I would rather the Seekers, I'd rather the seekers is, is, is... Unbreakable unit with 16 too wounds. much alone. Okay. I was going to say, take out the Vengeance Seekers, uh, the single attack copters, the steam bomber, and then upgrade the Seekers to a big block. So you got thirty. Yeah, of them. You either take a lot or you don't. Yeah. So you take thirty seekers, and then um, the rest of the points are going to go in deep watch. I'm not even sure. I think thirty seekers is enough. No. Okay. I think you can only have thirty. Two times. Two times thirty. Oh, okay. That changes like that. Yeah. That changed the list entirely. But yeah. Can you give him Vanguard? I don't know anymore. Yeah. I saw this really cool dwarf list. It was like all the units vanguard and then two units of miners. Yeah, and that that is what I'm missing from this list. I'm missing the 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 bigger plan. Yeah, maybe I don't see it, and then sometimes when you're playing an army, like this works extremely well, and people can't see it, but the army just works with itself. I don't know if this does it, but I really think that if you're making an army right now on a competitive level, you need to have plan with it. Yeah. How how do you feel about double cannon or organ gun or? I think double cannon is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That's the most uh, general safe thing to do. You can use cannons most times. You can put them as far back, do yeah. so they don't get picked off by archers. Do you, Do you think that the army is missing magic? I'm not sure dwarves should go for magic. Why is that? Uh, they can't field enough. When I when I played against Ulrich last and his he had an anvil, he was getting like pretty much one spell off per turn reliably. Yeah. But I think some some I think you could use the points other places. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I I would rather have the cheap BSP with the Ether icon, and save the points and get an extra unit. Can can can't you check like the the the, the cheap scroll? Yeah, but uh, how much is that? He can't. Then he can't save the icon. Why? I think it's uh, same points. I think it's eighty points for the the scroll. That much? Yeah, I think so. But if you if you took a unit of uh, what do you call it, forge wardens? No. If you took a unit of deep watch, you could put the ether icon on the deep watch and then the scroll on the thane. If you were really worried about magic defense. Oh yeah, they could do it like that. But I think I think the scroll could be nice to feel. I think dwarves have their own, right? Um, yeah, hundred points. Dispel scroll. Hundred points. Okay, but that's the scroll, scroll. Yeah, scroll, scroll. Scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> it's okay, but it's not very good. Yeah. If 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 you two were to face this army on a t opponent at a tournament, would you fear it? No. I'd go Me in there, neither. spank the king because he's got a shit build. I, I, I would, I would, and then I would win. probably think this is where I need to make the points. Yeah, I have. I think 
I'm I'll, pushing I'll, on this. I'll, I'll, I'm I'll trying go, to get 20 nil. Yeah, go big. Yeah. I, I, I never go like 20 full nil, retard. Full retard. You only go. <laughs> you only go like you extend. I still think you need a little luck to do the 20 nil. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm not going to be ball steep enough, but. Your, so your that's what we think long. when we look in your army. Yeah, so hopefully you can take what we thought and write a better list. Yeah. Get one sheep out of five. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>welcome back we just talked about uh, one of uh, a list that we got sent in 4,500 point list it got one sheep out of five so now we're going to go through uh, Rasmus's uh, testing list for Giant Fanatic yeah the one where I need to test the scenarios because I'm not going to be playing because I have to arrange it yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same and, so 5,000 points and Henry agreed to to sheep rate me sheep rate <laughs> 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 How many mans out of five? Yeah. But but this is also an example of a list that 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 is themed, but can't be rated as a narrative, narrative list, list because it's not getting around there. So it's it got all the, the normal warrior so things. So warriors of dark gods. Yeah. I have I have pestilence the list. Pestilence list. So I have the fog a lot on demonic mound. With the uh, you know region, bloody attacks, bluffers helm, great weapon, great weapon, and I've been using the points to give him the toxic miasma. It's not good against bluffers helm if your opponent has it, but it's still like you have a toxic breath weapon, and every model in base context is gonna take one hit with wing one arm piercing six, I think. Right. So if your opponent doesn't have the bluffers helm, he's probably gonna take a wound in. Yeah. To the toxic breath. Yeah, I guess that's the idea. It's not the most important 50 points I've ever used, but then I have the BSB, also pestilence, obviously in a chariot with a one plus rule armor safe. Great in weapon. Great weapon. Yeah. Uh, Dragon home. Yeah. Right out of the book. Uh, sorcerer. That's where I get like experimental. Yeah. I wanted to use the dual shield. Do you, Do you get a special path? When you're pestilence? No, you don't. You can choose all of them. All of them. Okay. But I chose shamanism. Yeah. Because there's the counter gun lines. Yeah. I think it's it's nice. I could use a lot of magic missiles, but I don't have them. So I would be fielding dual shield, and the hero sword. So and he's also pestilence. So the idea here is that he can fight characters, because he they he is minus one attack, minus one. To hit. to hit and wounding on 5 plus with the shamanism with the shamanism and I guess that could hold off most characters not for an entire game but yeah. for a couple of turns until something else arrives yeah um, and you have the scroll I have the scroll and this is a big point investment but I think it's really good in a warrior's army because you with the warrior warrior's army I feel like you have to pressure your opponent a lot to keep up with your, you have when you have to play your, your uh, game, you have to pressure your opponent, and when you pressure your opponent, you're gonna pick a fight. 
that is even at a certain point or something similar to that. It could character be character on character, car- lord on lord, uh, smaller unit on or or a wounded uh, monster on a unit, and then when it gets to your opponent's turn, you don't want him to get that buff off that kills Swing, the monster. Swings the combat the other way. Uh, yeah, and kills the monster or your unit or your lord, and you're having an, an an opening in your army somewhere you don't expect it to be. So with the scroll, you can you can you can expect what is going to happen during the game yeah you can mitigate that one that one turn that's going to swing the game the wrong way yeah and I think that I think that's that's good Uh, what I'm also uh, experimenting with is the core Uh, I've been trying to feel three times ten warriors with brave weapon pestilence and musician the reason that reason why I'm done done this is that out of the the numbers I've been crunching they can fight off most smaller monsters and a lot of units because they're gonna hit on be hitting on be hit on five plus and they're gonna slash out fifteen strength six attacks. That's pretty good. Uh, unless they could take some casualties, which they're probably gonna do. But but they, they can they can kill some monsters and yeah. if the monster's unlucky on the thunderstump, they can yeah. definitely hold it up for a turn or two and kill it. And with three times ten warriors, you have three scoring units. You can fill them wherever you need. Uh, they can take care of themselves unless something big is going down on them. Uh, then I'm feeling two blood beasts. I think they are really cheap for the damage output you get. They're do not, do they still have like the weapon skill of a character thing? Yeah. So the one is gonna be on the lore, and the other one is gonna be on the BSB. There are six attacks, strength six, hatred. That's pretty good. I didn't know they had hatred. Yeah, they're, they're movement seven, movement eight. Seven, no stress pride. Yeah, but they're three hundred fifteen points. That's cheap. Yeah, it's it's fairly cheap. So yeah. even though you lose them, that's but but I'm been fielding them. I've been like playing them a little. I've been hiding them a lot. Yeah. So they don't take too much, too many casualties before going into combat. Okay. Do you play them both on the same side, both in the middle, both I, I, on opposite I, I, sides? I would normally play them on the side, where I don't feel they take the same punishment as they do in the middle. And in the middle I would have two uh, single model chariots, pestilence obviously also, yeah. which are extremely difficult to take down. Yeah, They are tangy as fuck. And with the battles trying to put them between them, uh, they are difficult to kill with shooting, yeah. because they are hard target. And for Chef, I have two times five horsemen. Yeah, pestilence. Uh, I didn't give no. them that last time, but uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe if you, this was uh, going to be a narrative list, they would, should, I, they would I, have I, to have I, pestilence I, I, as well. I gave them throwing weapons. <laughs> really pestilence. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess that's my army. Uh, and and you say the battle shrine gives reroll to hit. Yeah, that's the bounce spell. The the one I can't remember what's called. Okay. Evocation spell. Oh yeah, sure, I remember. Yeah, can't remember what it's called either. I think it's really good for for warriors Ancient to have real valor or something. It could really turn the tide in the Lord Lord Fighter and yeah. something like that. So, you don't have like a big block or anything like that. No, how, how are you dealing with most most times? I've been feeling a bit blocked. People like just avoid it. Yeah. Okay. I, I do know that the. 15 warriors with hellbots or great weapons with mark of wrath uh fury stand that is really good but yeah there was 
trying to play something else than the ordinary meta. Do you, do you feel that your list is fast enough? This is not a fast list. No. Not at all. And how, how, how are you going to deal with uh, like chaff, things like that, with very limited ranged attacks from the wizard? The idea is that, that if something is going to chaff me up in the middle, I'm going to charge the single mortars into it, because normally they can take the charge from most things. Yeah. Maybe not characters. Yeah, uh, toughness six, five wounds, yeah, two plus safe. Five, six wounds. Yeah, five, six wounds, two plus safe. Yeah, minus one to hit. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. So you, if you kill them, you you really want to kill them. So. Yeah, I guess the five force men on each side is maybe can take off something. Yeah, sure. I quite like your list. Um, I don't know how I would change it. I really like the sorcerer build. I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the blood beasts. I've not really seen them so much. I'm not sold on them either. Yeah. Uh, the, the battle shrine, I think, is really good. I think it's almost an auto-include, actually. Yeah, because you can use it as a... Chaff, it's, yeah. it's when, I, when I played the Orcs and Goblin last time, he, he had the the da the, the dash, dash team, check. the giant wrecking team, wrecking team there, yeah. and I was just hoping to him for him to get close to my battle shrine. I would jump on it. Yeah, <laughs> does it kill the battle shrine? No, no. <laughs> Maybe if, he, if he's sluggy, but yeah, it can survive a lot of things, and it could fight off most smaller units. Yeah. I'll give you a, I'll give you a four, a four sheep out of five. Thank you. Maybe three and a half sheep. Three, three sheep and one lamb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I think. I don't know if I would, if my list would play against this list. I don't know. Yeah, you you can give me a sheep rating as well for my list, and uh, then we can see if we who who we think would be the winner. Your Griffin list. Yeah. Crack crack. So I'm playing a double griffin list, uh, one with a, like a prince on a griffin, the other one with a BSB on a griffin. The prince has demon hunter, no, uh, dragon helm, uh, dragon helm, four plus wardsave, jack's pickaxe and divine icon. So he's double tapping on large targets and getting plus one strength. He's pretty good. Uh, the BSB just four plus wardsave and a lance. I have a cosmology wizard with Asphalt Scholar. So what the fuck is that? Cosmology? No. <laughs> Asphalt <laughs> Scholar gives six inch range to spells okay. and I can drain magic on like uh hex spells and augment spells. Okay. Uh with the uh, Ring of Fire and the book that gives me reroll to Dice on one one spell, uh, magic phase or one dice oh, magic yeah. phase. So basically, the the plan with this one is that the cosmology spells are so cheap to cast, you can cast them on like a five plus or a seven plus. So with plus two, you can like one dice the really low level spells. So you get a reroll and just try it again and again. And with the the other spells, you can two dice pretty much every single spell in the path. They're not as good, but you can get lots of the spells off. In my last few games with Cosmology, I've been getting like three or four spells off per magic phase. What? Yeah. Because my opponent will tend to throw a lot of dice at one spell to stop the spell that he wants. Then I get all the other small ones off. 
it's quite hard with the duality to get the right ones in the right turn but if you plan ahead I think it's really strong and with the reroll it makes it super reliable because you, I can like as I get plus two to cast it's a three plus with a reroll if it's on a five up or with, a th with if I'm casting on five even on a five plus a five plus with a reroll is is like if I'm desperate it's, it's not unlikely yeah it's a little better than 50-50 yeah it's like a higher than a four plus so yeah, it's pretty strong, and with the 6 inch range extra on the spells, that makes all the spells 24 inch range, and then the signature spell a 30 inch range. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's pretty good. You can get a signature spell as a minus 1 ballistic skill and weapon skill, so in the first few turns you can give like negative weapon skill on the shooting units that are threatening the griffins. Oh yeah. That's, and that's another cool. spell is also uh, heal the wound, so I can heal wounds on griffins, and I think that's a 5 plus. So on a on a three up or six up or something like easy spell to cast, so it's, it works quite well with the list. Um, have forty spears, forty citizen spears. With four command, they they're okay. They won me the game against the vermin swarm. I managed to get them in the flank of slaves, and and then they overran into the flank of more slaves, and then overran into the main block and just wiped the whole army. They're, I think they're really good for their points. They're pretty cheap. What the fuck did that opponent do? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He 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 moved up his two units of slaves on the on my left, and on their right there was a block of plague monks, just angled towards the slaves. So I charged into the plague monks, killed them, broke them. There's only fifteen oh, of them, yeah. and then overran into the slaves. I think I just don't think he respected the spears enough. Um, I have 20 archers with a musician. This is just a wizard bunker. And 20 is better than 10. Because, firstly, if you're unlucky and you get a miscast, you lose models pretty fast. And also find that people tend to target the wizard bunker a lot because they're just tough as free elves. So if you just have 10 or 12 or something, they get shot pretty quickly. And I don't want to leave the wizard in the spears. So yeah. 20 is, I think, about the right number. I've been experimenting with 14, 15, 16, and now I'm at 20. I think 20 is better than 10, or less than 20. I think 20 is about the right number. Yeah. have five uh, Reavers with bows, just chaff unit, redirector. Uh, in special, I have 19 Swordmasters with full command Stalker Banda, Stalker Standard. So Swift Stride and uh, Strider so they can sit in the train and run out and stuff like that and the Swordmaster's pretty strong again I can give minus ballistic skill so they, I can avoid getting shot uh, I can also give them plus one strength which is nice strength six um, from the spells I have two bolt throwers, a sky sloop five Rhymanites with a champion and the banner and the wall banner of Rhymer giving me shrimp seven on the charge. Those things charge as well. Yeah, so they they run in with eleven shrimp seven attacks. That's really strong. Yeah, really really good. I'm I'm kind of not sure if the banner of Rhymer is worth it. It's quite a big investment. It's a hundred points, including the standard bearer. You can threaten characters with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, anything toughens five. I'm wounding on a two plus. Yeah pretty good. I'm even charging like ranked up units. Uh, I charged into a unit of plague monks, here 15 on the flank, 
um, hitting on two and wounding on two with eleven attacks. So yeah. he had he had fifteen and I killed seven, eight. They're not steadfast anymore because we both got one rank. He didn't do any wounds to me, maybe. Yeah, double kill monsters. No. Yeah, kill monsters. It's pretty useful. And then I have an eagle. No ball throws? Yeah, two ball throws oh, and yeah. one sky sweep. Yeah. To rate that? Yeah. <laughs> I really like the Griffins. Yeah. The Griffins I really are like so that they're also something that you haven't seen. Yeah. And I think they're strong. I don't think they're just they, as good. They hit harder than a dragon. Yeah. I, I I think that like a list like this is. I don't think it, it's gonna do a lot of points against the top tier no. armies, the no. ETC list. But I think it's gonna be up there. I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah, like like my three or four, three and a half, I guess. <laughs> three sheep and one lamb. Yeah, because I think when you, when you do the fixing, like the smaller stuff on the yeah. army, I think you're gonna realize that there are small things that need to change. Yeah. Um, that would make your army like a little better. Yeah. The the griffins, um, they have shit defense. They don't get any extra armor save by being mounted. Yeah. So the BSB is only a four plus four plus. And the general is only a three plus four plus, and the only toughness five. I don't think. I don't think four it, wounds. I don't think this is an army that can play anything. Yeah. What do you mean? I think if your opponent has something on the griffins. Yeah. Like I played against Oliver. He had two cannons, and he shot one one turn, and then shot the other one the next turn, like turn three four. Yeah. They both died. So cannons is a big problem. Yeah. But the griffins are quite fast, so they can move around it. Yeah. Um, but their output is so much, so much. Like the Griffin itself, it has lightning reflexes, devastating charge, thunderous charge, armor piercing, causes fear, and it, strength five. It, strength five. So it, when it charges, it has five strength six attacks with plus one to hit armor piercing. So it hits harder than a dragon. It hits plus one more than a dragon, and it has armor piercing more than a dragon on the charge. It's really strong. So it's really strong. I have two of them. And then one guy has a lance, so that's three more shrimp six attacks with plus one to hit. And then the direct Jack's pickaxe guy. So they hit really, really hard. They get killed, but they hit really hard. Yeah. If you can hide them, they're really good for securing your flanks. Yeah. It would be a really good list against the Warriors list. Yeah, I think so as well. It's going to go around the Lord picking off any, all the old stuff. Yeah, exactly. I can block your maulers. I can kill your maulers, probably. Is the shrine, is that large, is a towering presence? Can, but I don't think so. Okay. No, it's much the same. But the, I can probably kill the Lord. He's he, he's towering presence. This Lord? Oh, he's got bluff his helm, yeah, probably not. No, he's not towering presence. Yeah, he is. Demonic Mount's towering presence. I think, is it not? No. Okay. Marsha's cowboy. Okay, see that's why you have bluff his helm, that uh, makes sense, yeah. So you're not gonna stand a chance against the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> but yeah. So my, I wouldn't say my list is in any way narrative. I, I think you can theme a, a high one elf list much better than than mine. But it's five thousand points. It's a bit different. Um, scenario wise, I've got four scoring units. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty strong. I've won one game. 
Average. They won two games, lost two games. So it's average. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, thanks for listening to our list. Um, if you want to send us more lists in and have us give you a sheep rating out of five, how many sheeps you get for your list, then send us them in. Seems to be a fun fun thing to do. Um, yeah, send those in to amatimedk at gmail.com. information <laughs> hello and welcome to Amatime Giant Fanatic 2017 <laughs> <laughs> basic information Saturday first maybe maybe don't read it out just like talk it out yeah uh, it's gonna be the first and the first of October Saturday the 30th yeah, and of September and yeah. Sunday the 1st of October yeah. In, it's gonna be in Midtown Copenhagen. Yeah, right by the station. Yeah, it's really easy to go to. It's like fifty meters from the central station. Yeah. If you're if you're coming internationally, which we know some of you are, um, you can get a, from the airport. You can get a train from the airport, three stops to the central station, and then you come out of the central station and it's. It's, th- gonna, it's gonna be a lot of hostels. Thirty that. seconds walk. Yeah. Hostels and all that in the Hookers. area. You could also ride on the on the any boards to see if anybody has a couch to sleep on or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there'll be loads of loads of cheap places. Airbnb is, I think, the best place, the best way of doing yeah, it if all, you want to be on your own. But also other nerds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're more than happy to host a few guys. I have a little bit of space. Yeah, and Easter Girl is just around the corner. If you, that's that's what you're into. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you search that yourself. Yeah. Easter Garda, for the internationals of everyone else. It's I, think, a, I think we have 90 spots now. Yeah, we we have about a maximum probably of about 100 tickets and we've actually sold nearly 90. And this is this is on the 31st of July and we we put it up 3 days ago. So we've sold yeah, it's been a bit crazy actually. We we started with 70 and the demand was so much that we've gone up to 90 now. So there's probably going to be about 16 tickets left right now yeah even though that that groups from other parts of Denmark have wrote us and said they they might think it's a little too expensive going to Copenhagen for a tournament there's they're still filled up yeah it's it's still sold out and that's that's really good to see the scene is obviously doing really well here in Copenhagen um it's 350 kroner um this doesn't include any food unfortunately but it is going to be a fantastic event with a fantastic prize and it does allow you to walk around in the whole tournament and see all the other interesting yeah, they're tournaments playing, going on. They're playing everything. X Wings, uh, 40k, 40K. Age of Sigma, yep. Flames of Woo! War. <laughs> Said it really quickly. <laughs> Flames of War. They're doing what else? They're doing Blood, Blood Bowl. Yeah, Blood Bowl got a really big like upcoming yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people are playing that now and then. I also I think Infinity maybe. Yeah. There's all, all sorts of stuff going on. So. Maybe if you're not interested in playing, paying 350 kroner for Night Age, maybe you want to try another game or something like that. Yeah, just 
come and have a yeah, look come and, and have see a look. if anything's look interesting. Yeah, just see all the models. It's a hobby tournament, so all the armies are going to be fully painted. Yeah, and in invited some of the kids from my from my work, like yeah. to have them being interested in yeah. the game. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, yeah, we can also arrange a hotel for you uh, if if you don't want to do Airbnb or if you can't find a, a couch. Um, the venue that we have is connected to a hotel, so you can stay at the hotel and then just come down in the morning to the event. That's obviously extra, but we can arrange it for you at a reduced price than normal. It's going to be five games, um, three on the Saturday and two on the Sunday. 3.5 hours per game, uh, 5,000 points, hidden lists. That's going to be nice. Yeah, there was a few questions. Why why did we do 5,000 points in hidden lists? Yeah, and why not? Like, one guy asked, if you want to do, like, uh, if you... If you think people are playing slow, why don't you do 4,000 points? And I, I I can see his point. I know why he's saying what he's saying, and I can see it, but I just, just don't think 4,000 points is fine. fine. No. I think it's too small an army. Yeah, at 4,500, you still get rock, paper, scissors matchups, and at 4,000 points, it's just going to be more, because you're going to have less tools to deal with the powerful things in your opponent's army. Yeah. At 5,000 points, you can fit more in. It's going to shake the meta up as well. Like the ETC guys who have been playing the same lists for the last six months, uh, now it's completely open because yeah. with 500 points more you can get different builds. And, and, that, and that is one of the big reasons why we're doing We don't want to yeah. see the meta list. We know they're still going to be there because you can still make them and just add 500 points something on yeah. them. But I think there's some armies out there that, are, that now is possible that wasn't before. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've I've been practicing with. Uh, I mean, I'm not playing in the tournament, but I've been kind of uh, doing testing the scenarios and things. I've been playing with two griffins, and a wizard, and uh, you can't fit that in at, at four thousand five hundred. It's not very good, but you can't fit it in at four thousand five hundred. But you can at at five thousand. So yeah, it kind of opens it up, gives you some different options, and things yeah. just makes it more interesting. Um, we will be playing with one point three. Even if uh, 2.0 drops between now and October, we'll be playing with 1.3 regardless. Um, this is a decision made because we want to have one more big tournament with 1.3. And we, we, we don't know when 2.0 is coming and how big a change is going to be. So it's going to be really difficult for people to paint an army to a restriction of Army list that they don't know. Yeah, exactly. How it's be. We, maybe maybe five thousand points is not going to be the standard. Yeah. We don't really know. So it's going to be five thousand points. Hidden lists. Hidden list is fun. I yeah. think. What kind I'm of really what kind of builds? For, really looking forward to see what pe people are fielding. Yeah. We talked a little about some items being really good in hidden list. Yeah. Like a, the silver elf item where you can jump between forests is it's gonna be really good. Yeah, and a more common item is gonna be Jack's pickaxe, I think. Yeah, I I played that uh, on Friday against Oliver, and I I one shotted his giant, and then I one shotted I overran, and then one shotted his uh, frost mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> and then my gen my general on the Griffin did get shot by a cannon, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess nothing protects you from a cannon. Yeah. No. <laughs> Four plus one save no. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of that's all the comp uh, list-wise we're doing. Um, we're also having scenarios, objectives, and special combat cards. 
So the scenarios we're actually going to talk about now, um, not right now, but after we've gone through the scenario pack. So this is going to be the first time you're going to hear about the scenarios. Um, the secondary objectives are going to count for four battle points instead of three. And this is just, again, a way of changing it slightly to make it more focused on the objective and less, and less about the most powerful builds and the most powerful lists. So scoring units are really important because the objectives are going to be there and there's going to be a bit more focus on the objectives than normal. Condition cards? Yeah. Do you want to do you want to go through them? Yeah, are we are we saying these are definitely? Yeah, yeah, these are these are for sure. So uh so there's five cards you can you can play one for each game. You don't have to. No, you can choose to. And and the first is that you would have fog of war. Uh, should we tell all the rules or yeah, yeah sure sure them like like if you're more than eighteen away in the, in the first round of the game uh targeting shooting unit receive hard target special rule and when shooting at something and units more than twenty four inch away cannot be targeted because they can't be seen because of the fuck apparently yeah and so this, 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 this is this is this is to just to be honest to stop shooting armies. Not because they are the most dominating, because but because they are the most boring to play against. Yeah, and that's our opinion. We know all your people don't share it, but that's how we feel it. And yeah, that is why we made this card. So if you're fielding an entirely shooting army, a giant fanatic, you, you're probably gonna play fuck wall the entire game. Yeah, <laughs> the entire tournament. I mean, so you're you're gonna get minus one to hit against you. Yeah, the first turn. The first turn. You can basically. still survive it, but it's gonna be a big. A small disadvantage. It's big yeah. disadvantage, yeah. I, I would say. But then some things already have hard target, so that's not going to stack. Yeah, but things with hard target still is yeah. a problem. <laughs> yeah, sure. In sure. First place. So the second one is uh, the Spy Master, or the Palantir, whatever you want to call it. Um, because it's hidden lists, both sides must reveal hidden elements of the army. Magic items, gifts, anything like that that's hidden. Um, is gift hidden I don't know I don't, I, I don't think hits names vampiric powers no, no. are hidden I think vampire powers are but not the bloodline oh the bloodline I mean yeah so the, no the powers is, are they hidden? I think the powers should be hidden I have a, a I don't know whatever it says I, in I, the I, I really book. need to read, <laughs> yeah. read the rules yeah we should probably just check that We in, in the rules we just refer to the, the ninth age rules. hidden list rules yeah. So th this is obviously if you're playing against some nasty characters, and you want to know what they've got before you charge headlong into their face. You want to know if that uh, dragon helm is there or not. Yeah. Or the bluffer's helm. <laughs> yeah. But you know that's there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know the bluffer's helm is there. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're going to ask your opponent, does he have a helmet? No, that's not that's not part of the. Isn't it? No. You can't say it has a helmet. No. Okay. No, it's not mundane equipment. Yeah, but bluffer's helm. That's. <laughs> we should I, have made a rule I, for that. I, I, I think that it's the best item out there right now. Yeah, for and sure. I think most army fielded. Yeah, unless you're elves. Yeah. Or on a chariot, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, next one. Um, strange current of magic. During the game, players receive plus one D spell dice each phase, and all casting attempts receive minus one to roll. So this is to reduce 
magic heavy list because as well as shooting magic is not the strongest right now but again the most Some boring lists. most boring to play against yeah it's not like we see magic dominating the game but it's really boring getting kill one by with your opponents using mostly magic yeah that's not that's not fun no I mean, I I've played some games where it's just you just get magicked off in some cases, and it's just it's the dice that do it to you, and may, maybe they roll like a a four and a four phase, and they get three or four spells through, and it's just like ugh. I've I've been winning games with my Dark Elf list with alchemy just because my opponent was playing something with monsters. Yeah, rerolls and wounds. Pick 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 now the um, the the molten cover one. Okay, mostly. Because I could pick them off one by one. Yeah. Yeah. So that that card is just a and you can play it and if you're playing it something that's really strong with magic. These are actually some <coughs> of the same that that they had last year. Um, the next one is stormy weather. When playing this card, choose one game turn where the storm is peaking. In the chosen game turn, no units can use the fly X special rule, aka <coughs> no flying movement. So yeah, this is to limit. Uh, Flying armies, which have big monsters that fly, are difficult to pin down. Scourge of Wraths, Dragons, Pegasus Knights. I, I, I guess it's to pin down armies that consider it, that is a lot of flying. Yeah. I I won a game almost using this card in Giant Fnatic last year. My first game I played against the Flying Circus from Bretonians. And I just, I said turn three. And he forgot. And then I was like, he, I just chaffed him one turn. And he's like, I'm just going to fly over. He's like, oh, you can't, you can't fly. He's like, oh, okay. But then I have to charge your chaff. And that pinned him in place, and then I could charge him and take him off. Oh, yeah. And this one, as all the others, is just as... Um, it's probably... If I was going to this tournament, I would say I need to bring... A little of each to this turn because if I'm feeling too much magic, I'm gonna 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 play against strange currents of magic each game. Yeah. If I'm playing a lot of shooting, I'm gonna play fog war each game. So I would like to field a little of each to have the, to be player around these cards, and yeah. that's the idea. We think that armies that consist uh, not only one thing is is giving the games. I can make make the games more fun. Yeah, exactly. So that's the reason behind the, these cards. The yeah. last one is the just a normal no, normal day. So you can play this card if you think our mission is too stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and we gonna make our uh, scenarios. And if you don't like the scenarios, you can play this card and you would play a normal scenario from the nine phase rules. Yeah, and you can, but we. We we like our scenarios, and we you can only obviously play each card once during the tournament. Yeah. So you, you, you if you if there's one scenario that your army particularly can't win, or there's one oh. scenario that you don't like, you yeah. can play this card and say I don't want to play this scenario this time. But hopefully we hopefully we've made the scenarios well enough that you don't use this card. Yeah, and we and we 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 had that card because we know a lot of tournaments that use special scenarios. Um tend to have scenarios that doesn't 
fulfill the 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 the, the, the role of being fair. Yeah. Some are, some missions are objective uh, are stupid, and we in fear of us making a mistake and making a stupid scenario, so you can just play around this with this card. Yeah, exactly. So they're the five cards. Um, each player will get the cards given to them at the start of the tournament, and you'll be able to keep them with you as you go around, and then we'll take it off you as as you use them. So then you only have the cards that you have left. So the the prizes for the tournament we we talked about the first prize um, just earlier it will be a, a, a table worth of terrain made by uh, Terrain Verkstel, <laughs> the Terrain Workshop. Um, we'll actually put a link to the Terrain Workshop in the in the show notes so you can yeah. take a look at the things that Morton's building. Um, we are also going to try and do a prize for second and third place. Uh, most battle points, most awesome army, which is essentially a painting, uh, painting prize. But we'd also be focusing on conversions and things like that. Most fair player votes, uh, best team, and best newcomer. These probably won't be big prizes. Most of the prize money will be going towards the first prize and the most awesome army. Yeah. Um, we're also going to be doing a uh, best newcomer prize. Um, we want to encourage people who are new to the hobby to play Ninth Age and play a giant fanatic. It is a hobby tournament. It's it's scenarios. It's not supposed to be so competitive. Um, if you want to compete for best newcomer, you just have to write a message to me uh, or, or us at dk at gmail.com with your name and stating that you want to compete for best newcomer. Um, if you want to compete for this prize, you can't have participated in any major ninth age tournaments maybe if you've been in a tournament with more than 20 players with three, more than more than three games then that's probably a, a major tournament so if you've played in some small ones then you should compete for this prize and through now um, all the not all the scenarios but the first four scenarios in the tournament Giant Fanatic coming up in uh, October September October uh, we're leaving the last scenario secret keep it secret keep it secret um, just because it's fun so the, the the first scenario Rumble in the Jungle there is an ancient Quackrockrawl. Quackrockrawl. Treasure hidden within the jungle. Search the valley for the artifacts, but be aware of jungle plants and strippy looking vines. 
Stripey looking vines. Stripey looking vines. Yeah. My English is bad. Strippy. The strippers. The strippers? The strippers on their vines. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the, the woodland nymph. <laughs> the woodland strippers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so don't go into the, the, the don't terrain. Don't go into the terrain. Yeah. So the, the, the polymer is classic. And the secondary objective is just breakthrough. Yeah. The special rules in this scenario is um, basically you've got to walk through the terrain with your scoring units, and every piece of terrain that you walk through, you get a point. Uh, every three points you get, you get another 100 victory points. Um, the other special rule is non-scoring units take D3 wounds with armor piercing 6 for every piece of terrain that they go through. Yeah. So, but there's like, fl flyers can go over, above, and... Yeah, and the characters can hide in scoring units. Yeah, and, and when you deploy a war machine in a, on a hill, they're going to take hits. Yeah, so this scenario is just to limit um, war machines hiding in forests, in ruins, starting on hills. Characters. Characters with really uh, strong defensive kits. If you're playing against these, or you think you're playing against these... You can hide your scoring units in the forests or in the terrain, and they, if they come at you, then they will potentially take some wounds. Um, we also say Silver Elves, non-scoring units, do not suffer hits when moving through woods. And that's just because they get free wood, and if they're hiding their <laughs> character buses in there, which aren't scoring, they're going to have some problems. The second one is going to be... Quarters, so take the quarters. They give give different scenario points. The one with the most wins. Yeah. I don't think there's any more to yeah. say about it's pretty, this. It's pretty simple. Your your own quarter gives one point. Your opponent's quarter gives three points, and the two other quarters give two points. Yeah. If you're within nine inches of the center, you are not scoring. Yeah. And that's just to avoid units camping in the middle from the start. Yeah. Like one or two units standing on the middle. Scoring and yeah, whatever they need. So this is kind of like breakthrough, but it's uh, a little bit different, a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Uh, Hold the line. Yeah, scenario three. This is this is one that I've been uh, playtesting quite a lot. Um, basically, there's three objectives. The person who chooses the side, it's classic deployment. The person who chooses the side, they get to um, place the objective first. They have to place the objective out of their deployment zone and 12 inches away from the short sides of the board. The other person then places their own objective exactly 30 inches away from the first objective and the third objective is placed in the middle. The special rule is, apart from who controls the most at the end of the game, is if you control all three, all three objectives at one point after the second turn, you win the scenario. So this is one is a little bit similar to one that was played last year, but it's just, again, a bit different. I've had some really good feedback about this one, so hopefully this is fun. The fourth is the Arcane Fulgrim's Refuse Flank Deployment. So that's uh, the diagonal? Secure target. So two so objectives. Two objectives, yeah. And Wizard within six inches of the objective would get an improvement on spell casting plus one cast and deep spell. To maximum of plus four. Yeah, to maximum of plus four. Yeah, usually in the rulebook it's plus three, but for this scenario it's plus four. Yeah, so you can you don't get penalized from for using the the book. 
Google fucking power. Exactly. Uh, and for a minus here, it's good. Uh, any miscast is gonna count as one more dice being used. Yeah. So it's basically um, secure target, but it gives you uh, more. Yeah. More emphasis to move towards the objective. Yeah, in doing in, the game, not yeah. just the last At the turn. end, exactly. So. so yeah, that's the scenarios. It's pretty basic. It's not something so crazy, but hopefully it's giving you a little bit different uh, games, a little bit more interesting games than usual. Hold the center, kill the banners, yeah. break through. It's just a little bit different. So we hopefully you're, enjoy you're going to enjoy them. Um, this scenario pack is pretty much written now. It will be released after I release the podcast. Yeah. And then um, we just need to type it up a little bit neater and correct there could be, there could, and There things. could be changes. Yeah, a few changes maybe. But if, if we find out that something is off, we could change it. Yeah, we, we're, we're going to be testing we, these scenarios in the next few weeks. Yeah. And yeah. So we'll see. But hopefully um, it will be fun. And if you have any feedback of the scenarios before the tournament, and if you've tested them, please let us know if you have any yes. problems, and we will see if we think that they need fixing. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Quick wrap-up of Giant Fanatic. As always, you can contact us on uh, amatimedk at gmail.com. You can get us on the Ninth Age Forum. You can find us on SoundCloud. You can get us on Facebook, maybe Knife Age, um, Denmark yeah. Facebook page. Yeah, Giant, uh, Giant Fanatic, Fanatic .dk If you want to buy a ticket, Powerfist, Powerfist .dk. There's a Giant Fanatic uh, page now. Yeah, we've got. If you want to ask some questions, you're welcome to send us them on there as well. We wrote everything, uh, all, all all answers in English, so yeah. all you guys would understand. Yeah, uh, we will probably compile an FAQ before the tournament starts so all the questions are in one place and we'll release that to you in pdf yeah see you on the next show help give us a sheep rating out of five <laughs>